Hey everyone, how you doing today? Again, as part of our expert series, every other week we speak with Dana from Hemlane. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks, Michael, for having me. I look forward to this uh, this time together because we get to talk about being a landlord together and all this stuff that happens. So uh, it's interesting these last year or so, lots of people have been focused on non-payment and eviction moratoriums for non-payment. That gets a lot of press. But in reality, as a landlord in normal times, you know, there's lots of other reasons that tenants can be evicted. So let's talk about lease uh, lease violations outside of non-payment, uh, because again, I've actually I've actually processed three evictions in the last 30 days for things not related to non-payment. Yeah, and um, one of the things with it is I always say with property management, right? No news is good news. Um, yeah. However, there's one caveat there. Sometimes when there's no news, it basically means that they're doing something where they don't want you to know what they're doing. And <laughs> that sometimes. is why they are perfect tenants in every other case. Um, and so first of all, landlords get emotional about it. The moment that they hear something from the neighbor, it's embarrassing, right? Yeah. You don't want that embarrassment of, oh my gosh, I can't even select qualified tenants. Um, and and then the, the next thing is having to go through the process of how do I know that they're going to stop with this lease violation? Yeah. Um, so the first thing I say is, is be proactive about it. Um, annual inspections, um, sometimes people do quarterly or semi-annual. I'm a fan of semi-annual. I'm not as much of a fan of quarterly, but in certain situations, yes. I think sometimes tenants feel it's a little bit intrusive, um, but there's certain things to look out for, right? Like if they say there's two, two tenants and there are a couple in a four bedroom house, if you suddenly start seeing that every single room has clothes in it and shoes on the ground, then it's like, okay, what's going on here? Or the one we catch the most is you have pet rent, right? Yeah. The tenant says they don't have pets. You walk in and there are leashes and dog bowls. And it's like, okay, <laughs> that one I'm not sure about. And so be proactive in that sense. Then when you do find out there's a lease violation, a lot of times before immediately communicating with the tenant, I cannot believe this lease violation, collect the evidence. Um, one example is subletting. So if you know your tenant is Airbnb, or it's maybe the neighbors told you, don't immediately tell them because they're going to have time to take down all their postings from Airbnb. Yeah. And then you don't have the evidence for it. And so what you want to do is try to compile as much of this evidence quickly. I mean, we're not talking months here. We're talking, you know, one or two days, mm -hmm. get as much of the evidence, print screen it, show there is a violation here and I have it. Um, and then bring it to uh, the tenants. I'm actually a huge fan of actually serving the official notice. A lot of times if you write this nice email to the tenants, hey, the neighbor said you have a dog. And just as a friendly reminder, you can't have a dog. Then they're going to say, oh gosh, maybe we should put the dog at Aunt Susie's house for three days of the week and say it's Aunt Susie's dog. Yeah. Um, you want them to know, no, this is a violation of the lease. And here is a contract associated with it. Um, so I'm a huge fan of that. Um, there's some things that are more difficult um, as well to prove, like cigarette smoke. If they're smoking, cigarette smoke is very easy because there's a lasting smell on the walls mm -hmm. and the floors. But if it's something like weed, 
um, unless the neighbor can like at that point in time help verify it for you, it's very difficult for you to because that smell goes away. Yeah. Um, so some things are more difficult than others. It's a case by case basis, um, but that communication is super important and making sure that you have the evidence up front. Yeah, for me, um, kind of two topics here. First and foremost, I just do yearly inspections. Uh, I, I sort of live by the rule that, you know, I don't want anybody walking in my stuff. So yearly is yeah. enough. That said, we drive by properties every quarter because for me, most violations I'm concerned about are the ones that are externally visible, right? Mm -hmm. Lots of cars, parking cars on the grass, you know, is, is one, you know, huge, just thing annoys me. Um, things like that. Too many cars in the driveway is like, what's going on? Obviously, if you can get out and talk to the neighbors, it is interesting. Uh, and also, let's be real. Sometimes the city gets involved, right? You, the first kind of time you get a city notice about the pop team, which is, you know, the, at least in Fresno is a team that, you know, identifies potential drug houses or, you know, people trading, you know, paraphernalia. Those get kind of freaky, right? So lots of things yeah. can happen. Noise complaints are a big deal. Uh, usually in apartments, not in houses, right? Just, you know, loud TVs can set people off, babies crying, dogs barking. I mean, you sign up to be in the people business and, mm -hmm. you know, people do things that annoy other people. And as a landlord, sometimes you are put in the middle of that. So yeah, first and foremost, I like yearly, but drive-bys quarterly. That's what my property management team does. Then on top of that, it's always official notices. Always, always, always. I call it a file, right? We are building a, because a, I assume every time I have to go to court. I just assume that's I'm in California. It's just that assumption, right? If I issue a notice and they leave, I'm like surprised. Uh, but yeah, document everything, official notices, everything, post on doors, keep your copy, uh, note when it's put there, take a picture of it on the door, uh, all those things. Um, and then again, realize that you've signed up for this. Don't let it stress you out. I mean, I still remember the first notice I got 15 or 16 years ago. I, I mean, I was like shaking, like I was so nervous. It's not a big deal. Um, just deal yep. with the problem. And if they continue to be a problem, remove them. And again, there's a lot of talk about non-payment today, uh, but even in California, you, you can evict tenants for, for being a problem. So the last three evictions I did, one was for subletting, uh, one was for, um, I don't know, uh, too much uh, traffic to the house. Would you, you do whatever you want with that? And um, one, the other one was for being a, a, a nuisance in the neighborhood. You know, all, all three of them were processed and, and now they took longer. They should have only taken two months. I think they took four months, but that's just California today. So uh, yeah, realize you can get them out and sometimes you just yep. have to. Yeah. And when you serve the notice, especially with additional people, the question the process server should say when they go up to the door and knock on it is, they serve the notice a lot of times it's not to the leaseholder and they say excuse me before they serve the notice who are you yeah i'm so and so oh do you live here oh yeah i live here and yeah. then it's like okay got that got and it. here's Thank your you. notice and Can you sign you're here? not a lease <laughs> exactly you're not a lease um you're not a leaseholder so we've seen that happen many times as well as another way to just build that case that, hey, we're going to follow the lease 100%. We're going to give you a great experience, but we also expect the same on your end. Yeah. In the end, a lease is a contract, uh, even though you know the federals and state governments are trying to say contracts don't work. They do work. Uh, so realize you control that and the rules of the game should be initialed up front. Remember way back when, when you signed the lease and you go through the terms and they sign the initial, everybody, everybody knew the rules. And if they're not following the rules, get them out. Yep. Very cool. That's fun. I look forward to topic number two. Likewise.